This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. I'm riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. No, I can't cross the road. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm so happy here, cuz I'm just riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. I'm checking out the dogs. Barking as I pass them. Barking back, I laugh and I ride Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabosco User Group Radio Show on Community Radio 3CR for Monday, 16th of. March 2020. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners from the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last uh, hour or so of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. We're a show about cycling and related transport issues coming to you from the studios of 3CR Community Radio from Melbourne, Australia. On today's show, well, I'm going to be talking about resilience and uh, how to kind of take on challenges. I've got two interviews coming up. First, I'm going to be talking to Suzanne Newton, who will be known to many people in the Derribin area about something that she experienced recently. And then I'm going to be talking to Renee DeKenny, and she's involved with the World... Well, I've got to get it right. World Bicycle Relief Australia. She also recently uh, experienced some adversity and a challenge, and she's risen to it. Well, indeed, she's going to take on a fundraiser. But for, uh, you know, instead of um, putting up with bad behaviour, it's being resilient and taking it on. Okay. Fair bit of stuff over the weekend. I'm going to try and keep everything upbeat because I know there's been a lot of cancellations and um, events not going on. I did notice over the last couple of days an um, interesting article from the New York Times. There was a surge in biking to avoid crowded trains in New York City, and more New Yorkers are turning to cycling to minimise their exposure to the coronavirus exposure. City bike. Trips have surged more than half a million in this month. And this was uh, back on Friday, no, Saturday. And um, people are getting out their bikes, you know. Um, you know it reduced my anxiety, said Mrs Marcus, 34, the executive director of a not-for-profit digital publisher in downtown Brooklyn. For me, riding is manageable. I felt it would be beneficial for my mental health. She said she'd not been on the back on the subway. She has been in the company. She has had a lot of company in the bike lanes. Have you seen that around Melbourne? Have you seen it where you ride? It's interesting because the article goes on to say a growing wave of New Yorkers are embracing cycling to get to work and around the city as their regular subway and bus commutes suddenly become fraught with potential perils from the potential virus-tainted surfaces to strangers sneezing and coughing on on fellow passengers. Now, I'm not one for giving in to panic or fear, like uh, in medical-based, scientific-based uh, rationality things. If you think you're getting on your bike and you haven't for a while, I mean, we could do a whole show on what I'm about to say, but there's some basic stuff of just check your bike over, 
um, your tyre pressure, does the um, drive chain, like your bottom bracket and your pedals, feel okay? Uh, is your head stem not wobbly? Check your brakes, check your, you know, just check your seat height, those sort of things. If possible, check online or a mate who may know a little bit more about setting up your bike. Just do some basic things. You know, we're coming into autumn and winter. Make sure you've got some lights. And if you haven't ridden for a little while, do a couple of practice goes. You know, go somewhere quiet or if you're going to commute somewhere, see if you can work out. I'm doing some, you know, back street sort of stuff. If If you're not used to being on main roads, be gentle with yourself. Uh, I could no doubt, as I just said, I could uh, go on for a couple of uh, or a couple of shows on getting started on a bike, but just some basic points. Big bit of news locally that uh, tomorrow night is the Yarra Council meeting, and the council report recommends an active transport advisory committee. This meeting on Tuesday, one of the reports have come up, will consider changing the bicycle advisory committee to an active transport advisory committee to include walking and electric bikes, but not wheelchairs. A separate public transport adver- um, advocacy committee was not re- not recommended. Now, this is tomorrow night, 7pm, Tuesday, 17th of March, and it's going to be at Fitzroy Town Hall, 201 Napier Street. Now, many of you know about the Bicycle Advisory Committee. It's been around for ooh, forever, probably most of the 2000s, probably at least 20 years, and it looks like it's going to get replaced. Now, what do you think? Do you think it's about time we looked at active transport or should cycling stay separate? The meeting will be open to the public. You can also watch the meeting online, and that will be at the following um, thing, webcast.yarracity.vic.gov.au. Council meetings also include an opportunity to ask questions and make submissions. So read more about uh, council meetings. You go to yarracity.vic.gov.au, about us, and look for about council meetings. Okay. Hopefully after the break, I am going to be talking to Suzanne Newton about what she experienced recently and how she's overcome it. Tree Project are a Melbourne-based organisation that have been replanting Indigenous trees in Victoria for 30 years now, and we need your help. You can become a Tree Project member, a seedling grower in your own backyard, or organise your friends to do a planting day. If you're a landholder in rural Victoria and would like to restore habitat on your land, Tree Project is keen to help out. We also offer sponsorship opportunities and take work teams for a planting day. Visit treeproject.org.au to learn more. A 3CR supporter. Listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR. On the line today, uh, Suzanne Newton, who would be well known to many people in uh, the Derribin area, but you're talking to, to us today in a private capacity, Susan. Hi, hi, Chris. Yes, I am. So you, oh, you can say who you, you actually are and what you do in, in uh, Derribin, can't you? Sure, yeah, so my name's Suzanne Newford and I'm the Deputy Mayor of Darwin City Council. So, recently you had an interesting um, incident occurring when you were riding, riding home, was it um, you were going home yeah. and something occurred? Yeah, I did. So, I was riding home from work at La Trobe Uni last week and I was riding along Wood Street, Preston, and I had a lady say, get off the effing road, um, and... I was sort of pretty 
I have had that happen before, but I was a bit shocked by it. And I sort of, um, I don't think she expected this, but she got stuck at the lights and I sort of pedaled up behind her and, and I said, um, I think it's really rude to yell at someone that you don't know. Um, and she said, well, you shouldn't, you should be in the bike lane. And I said that there was um, this cars in the bike lane. And then she said, well, you should be on the footpath. And so I said, I can't be on the footpath. It's illegal. And she sort of said that she was a, a bike rider too, but that, yeah, she doesn't think I should be on the road. And I just, I popped it on Twitter because it's one of these things where I think I was just surprised at the level of aggression that people show when they're in a car to people on bicycles. And I got some interesting feedback. Um, you know, a couple of people were sort of like, oh, they're probably stressed and everything. But I think there's something, there's something there that I think is pretty bad about our culture. Mm. Uh, can you, we could all talk about what is wrong with our culture or car, sure. dri- <laughs> car driving culture, but do you think, do you think there's something there that, you know, we can uh, tackle? Because to me, it's an inherent selfishness and a little bit of ignorance. Yeah. And I don't think people are inherently bad. They just, they just run to excuses and it's, it's all about like, just calm the proverbial down. Yes. I, I think it's, it's really interesting to me. I, I was in, um, Belgium last year. I've got a friend there who, when I arrived, uh, you know, I got a hire bike. She had her bike, had my bike, had my bag on the back, went to her house, all fine. And and I can see how well it works there. And I've been thinking, I've been thinking in the last few days about what it is about Australia. And I spoke to um, one of our staff who was saying that people see it as an extension of their home, um, and so maybe they. And I think what I find really weird about it is that if I was in a car, she would have been stuck behind me in traffic getting more stressed. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm taking that away. Like, I'm only using a small amount of space. But there's something there where it's acceptable to yell at people on bikes, and I, I don't know. I don't know why. I think because we're seen as an outgroup, and we're one of the kind of outgroups you can still get away with being abusive to. I think. Yes. And yes, I think so too. Yeah, but how? You know, but on the on the other, switch this around. You actually had a positive experience that with the couple of days yeah. later from something that was a, sounded a bit nasty, but no. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was it was quite an interesting day. It was quite an interesting day for for riding. So um, I thought it was just such a, a nice example of a really good way to be a good bystander. So I was, yeah, I was riding home later along St George's Road, which is, you know, a wonderful track um, off-road, but there was a guy that was um, not having a very nice time ahead of me, so he was yelling either into his phone or I think possibly to himself. And so I would have been about the same speed as him, but I I fell back um, because I wanted to have some safe distance between me and him in case he got aggressive. Um, And what was really good is there was a guy that passed me and then also got stopped at a light when this guy did as well. Um, And he noticed the guy yelling and he just kind of very subtly um, looked back at me a couple of times, um, made eye contact and then... Uh, the guy who was yelling crossed the street and that guy waited um, to check which way I was going um, and if I was going the same way as the guy that was yelling. And luckily we were both going right um, rather than straight. But I think it was just such a good example of, um, you know, just yeah, bystander behaviour that really made my trip much safer. 
So to be a good bystander, you know, don't yes. don't go into this kind of tumbling mode of oh my god, catastrophizing, which is which is you no, know, it's normal, yeah. but sometimes yeah. we just got to so stop was, and monitor. He was great, and also I think what was good about it too is that there wasn't any confrontation. So I don't think that the other guy would have noticed that um, you know we were making eye contact, but. Um, it allowed me to feel about 10 times safer than I had when that guy wasn't there. Mm. So your conclusion, what what do you think people mm-hmm. can take away from what you, you observed? And, you know, oh. um, it, it, I think that it shouldn't be. I mean, I think if anyone's listening that, that drives just to, to understand that everyone has a right to be on the road, whether they're on a bike or in a car, and that your commute is going to be easier if there's more cyclists because there's going to be less traffic. And I just think, I, you know, I don't, I don't get yelled at if I'm walking down the street. I don't get yelled at if I'm in a car, but I do get yelled at if I'm on a bike and I, I don't think it's okay. Yeah, I think it comes down to a lot. But, but, I don't know if there's a lot of inherent selfishness. And in I know those two words are, are really negative, but I think that yeah. we're at a time where I think we have got to be a lot kinder to each other and give people a lot more Absolutely. space. And I don't mean social distancing either. It's more or less, mm. look, we're all doing it tough because of, you know, mm-hmm. this thing. Um, we've just had a state of emergency declared in Victoria and we've got this thing That's worldwide, right. but we should be a lot kinder to each other. Yes, I think so too. And I think especially especially at this time when, you know, when there's elderly, when there's disabled people that might be doing it especially tough, yes. um, I think it's more the absolutely the time to be being more respectful than ever okay well thank you so much for your time today susan especially on short notice but it was such an interesting thing and thank you chris and we, we can take something away from this like but be, be, you know take rise to the challenge yes look after I, yourself yep absolutely yeah and i think i think what i'd like to see is I think, to the more riders that we get on the roads, um, the harder it's going to be to for people to say that we shouldn't be there. So I think, yeah, get on your bike. Yeah, especially I was just reading a thing about from New York, but people are, mm-hmm. ch- are using cycling instead of taking the subway there. And Good. it's probably happening elsewhere across the world as well. Okay, Thanks. well, thank you so much, Suzanne. Thank you for your time. Bye. Bye. Six years I've been in Beyond the Bars is 3CR's annual prison project, giving voice to our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander inmates right across Victoria. It's good to be here because uh, Aboriginal radio and um, you don't really get to do this much. Brings us all together. Time, you'll get your time to take that first step out that front door to freedom beyond these walls. Make sure and I just want to say thank you yours. to all What's of you for giving us the opportunity to speak on air. The bigger the reason, the bigger the calling. Make your commitment and watch things unfold. And you can listen to audio from this year's broadcasts and previous years as well. Online at any time, just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars. But also while I'm here, I'd like to say thank you for all for coming, um, helping, giving us a chance to do this. It's really good, you know. It's been going for a while now. Hopefully, it goes, it keeps going. You know, like it's, it's good that we can do this and um, get our voice out there. 
as prisoners. We can't blame everything on the external, so let's stop looking for it in the hands of the persecutor, because real power comes from here, and it comes from family. If you would like us to post you a free CD, contact the station on 03 9419 8377. And you're back listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR Community Radio. And on the line, I've got Renee from Brisbane. Have I got that correct, Renee? Yes, that's me. Yes. So, can you talk us through, either you can introduce yourself, or what happened to you when, you know, um, the, the story of what happened to you when you were riding? Right, about a week back. So, just for uh, listeners' reference, I guess, I ride a bike all the time, and I'm doing that for a charity challenge, but I'll come back to it in a second. About a week back, I was riding home casually on a Thursday afternoon. I ride an electric cargo bike. And I was in a green-painted bike lane here in Brisbane. And someone came up behind me, kind of waited for a bit, and then decided not I'm going around them and totally cut me off in front and was about oh, millimetres from hitting my front wheel and sending me out to a spin. And thankfully, a driver, driver passing by had it on dash cam. And I didn't actually realise how bad it was until after, I guess, when I saw the footage. Because it was one of those, um, you're coming up to an intersection and then you got a, like a turning line. Yeah, and when you, it. And when I was watching it, it was like this person gave no consideration about, you know, they, they turned at speed and and, uh, yeah, and you're on a cargo bike. Yes, so perhaps they underestimated how fast I was going because they have an e-kit on it. It's an electric bike. But also they perhaps underestimated how long my bike was because I've got a front-loading cargo bike so the box is out the front. Thankfully, no one was in the front. It was just my work gear. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know if it was done intentionally. I think perhaps it was a gross misjudgment and maybe um, just not as aware of cyclists. I'm not really sure. He kind of sped off. I think he was... I think he knew what he'd done and he sped off down the lane when I... Saw him, uh, but that yeah, but that dash cam footage was really something to. Uh, yeah, I need to invest in some uh, security. What what are they called? Not security cam, bike cams. I oh, guess, I get a because, bike cam. Yep. Yeah, I I didn't. I think I've had a few close calls because I literally ride three hundred odd k a week commuting. Um, I think I've had a few close calls, but I didn't really realize how bad it was until afterwards um on that same day i actually nearly got hit by someone else too and you sort of go oh, and your eyebrows are raised and your hairs on the back of your neck stand up but um yeah yeah i was just talking to susan who had an incident um here last week in melbourne and we're kind of mm-hmm. you know, kind of thinking is it you know is it um ignorance well because she had someone actually verbally abuse her who actually slowed you know at an intersection stuff and yeah, you know, verbally abusing it, and we're discussing. Yeah, is it kind of like you know, um, selfishness, ignorance, um, distraction? Yeah, I think it's the culture of the local community. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm on the periphery of Brisbane, so I'm on the outskirts. I'm about thirty k from Brisbane. I actually find when I'm riding inner city Brisbane or, or within the you know that centre ring, because there's cycling infrastructure there, and I think because the roads are narrower, narrower, and 
people living in that vicinity are just used to cyclists, whereas I most of the incidents happen out to me. Mm. Obviously, I'm riding more where I live anyway, but I do go into the city quite frequently. But they, I tend to get more people unaware of bikes out in the you know, periphery where I live mm. in comparison to the city. I just don't think people in the outskirts are aware of cyclists as the inner city drivers, in my experience. I mean, I don't know, it could be different down in Melbourne um, because most people are driving a car out here. It's not as practical if you're living, in, if you're working in the city. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I think it's something that, you know, um, people learn that, Sometimes, you know, for their situation, cycling or commuting could be really good for them. So I think there's, you know, a, you know, a bit of an olive branch in terms of, you know, people learning that cycling isn't something different or marginalised. Why no, don't they have a go at it too? There's a massive culture in our um, area. There's a massive culture of recreational cycling. There are several bike clubs and I'm talking road bikes, um, you know, lycra-clad, big bunches of all sorts of people mm. riding for exercise here. I, yep. You know, so like it shouldn't be too unfamiliar. Um, but in saying all of this, most of my experiences have been super positive. I have people waving at me because my bike is unique and I do stand out. It's just these one or two instances that sometimes, you know, they can you can sort of go, whoa, what's happening? But most of the time people are really quite aware yeah. of their surroundings. Because you're riding with so. your kids as well at times too. So most of my commuting is done by myself because my kids, well, they go to school locally and I'm actually a teacher. I work um, about 30K from where I live. So the commute from my work to home is done alone. But most of my the other commuting, you know, to football or to martial arts or to the shops, it's all done with my kids. Cool. Now, out of this, you've taken on a challenge. You're going, right, I'm going to do something positive out of this. You want to talk, talk totally. about what you're doing? You're, um, out of this incident, you're, you're doing a fundraiser. Yes, so for one whole year, I've sworn to not set foot inside a car. So I am about three and a half months in now. I've kind of lost track. But I am raising money for a charity, an awesome charity called World Bike Relief and the Australian branch. I'm hoping to raise about $20,000. Um, that's about 100 bikes. And they provide bikes to children and nurses and midwives in Western East Africa. So I guess the concept being is that, quote, unquote, these cyclists listening perhaps, um, you know, they'll know what I'm talking about, but I'm inconveniencing myself so these people can have the convenience of a bike because most of the kids there, they're walking to school and, you know, things take a little bit longer. And if people want to find out more, the link is joinau.worldbicyclerelief, that's all one word, .org forward slash fit Aussie sister. And of course, what, you're yeah. on inst- on the Instagrams? You're on the socials? Yes, so I'm on Instagram and YouTube. I do weekly YouTube videos. Oh, excellent. And if you just Google fit Aussie sister, S-I-S-T-A, you should be able to find me. I'm a Muslim lady. I have a scarf and a big green cargo bike. I'm pretty hard to miss. You'll find me. You sound amazing. <laughs> what sort of, what sort of um, cargo bike have you got? It's, a, it's an assist. Yeah, so yeah. it's an ESS. My bike's about 20-odd kilos. It's a Trio cargo bike. It's a Danish bike. Um, out of I actually purchased it through Earth Cycles in Brisbane, who are affiliates to uh, 
Cargo Cycles in Melbourne. Yep, yep. So if your listeners are down there, Cargo Cycles. I actually, the actual bike only came in silver and black. I actually insisted it was painted green. I thought if I'm if I'm buying an awesome bike like this, go to look what I uh, what I look like. Does that Excellent. make sense? Yes. And I do have other bikes too that I utilise sometimes, but that's my main bike. Oh, that'd be excellent for some of the hills up there, especially when you've got kids. It's like, ooh, you know, oh, you know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, anything you want to just want to say in closing? Keep riding, keep being positive. Oh, look, I just want to promote cycling as a valid form of transportation. Honestly, this one is then I'm fine. It's a valid form of transportation. You know, it's a lot of the time easier than buses. I get to football practice and cycling uh, shops, you know, on time. It can be exercised. And it is exercise with the e-bike with that much weight in it, but it's also a really awesome way to get around. That is so great. Thank you so much for your time today, Renee. Thanks, Chris. I'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm Tash Sultana, and you are listening to 3CR. Please subscribe. Do yourselves a massive favour. Thank you very much. Okay, quick bit of news and events. Are you looking for a new job? Would you like to move to Sydney? Mm, there, the Osroads Chief Executive role is um, apparently just popped up on seek. So if you'd like to be uh, the new Osroads <laughs> Chief Executive Officer, uh, Osroads is an association of the Australasian Road Transport and Traffic Agencies. The organisation's main purpose is to improve Australian and New Zealand transport outcomes through the provision of expert technical input to national road and tra- transport policy across a number of program areas. And uh, if you're interested in that job, go to seek.com.au. Applications close on Friday the 27th of March 2020. Um this position is offered on a contract basis with a competitive remuneration project, I think, if you want to move to Sydney. But that is fascinating. Now, um, also, you probably, because we've got this um, oh, beer virus, no, um, Corella virus going around at the moment. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's been some more big cancellations. And uh, Cycling Victoria is saddened by the recent announcement of the cancellation of the Junior Track National Championships and the postponement of the Junior 19 Elite Track National Championships. Our state teams have been working and training hard to be in top condition for the racing in the coming weeks. But um, they re- CV respects the d- uh, decision of Cycling Australia based on government advice and contamination concerns, and their statement is on the Cycling Victoria website. Also, um, if you're going to be spending a bit of time uh, in front of a computer, the bike, hang on, the Paran Bike Safe Survey um, is up and about, and that's from Sam Hibbins. He's the MP for Paran. Uh, more and more people are out and riding on their bikes. As a commuter cycler myself, I understand there's work to be done to make sure cycling is made safe for everyone. I'd like to hear from you about your experiences as riding a bike around the Piran electorate and what we can do to improve it. And uh, the URL for that is melbourne.good.do forward slash safe forward slash Piran bikes. But as usual, I'll put everything into the podcast. I think we'll play something else today. What do you think of this? Yeah, a little bit of Arcade Fire. Okay, uh, thank you to Suzanne and Renee for um, being on the show today. 
And uh, 3CR, we rely upon the support of you, our lovely, lovely listeners. And um, something to consider, if someone hasn't listened to 3CR before and you'd like to get them to listen to some really good community radio if they're in um, social isolation or a bit on their own at the moment, get them to... Get them on to the, the radio, which is 8.55am, or same on digital. Okay, so you can go to the website, click the support tab, and select either donate, subscribe, shop, or fundraisers. You can, uh, the thing for 3CR is a 35 unwaged concession, 75 waged, $150 solidarity band or concession. You can also visit the station at 21 Smith Street, but at the moment I think you'd be better off if you stay online and give us give us your money from there. Okay, up next is Shebop, followed by Black Block. No Three CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. To find out more, Google Vacro or drop into the underground car park. Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. Yeah, get on that bicycle and ride Neath the sunny skies or along the ocean side You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.